welcome back and this is the last in our month series of August Acceleration Skills, Strategies and Sovereignty and I really hope you've enjoyed weeks one to four and I honestly think that we've saved the best for last. We've got such a treat in store because Dr Rosie Daniel has agreed to be our guest today and I'm thrilled to introduce you to Rosie if you don't know her. Many people do but she has been working away so incredibly hard for decades it feels like almost in the background and yet the work that she does is life-changing and she has really changed many many people's lives and in ways that you also wouldn't expect a medical doctor to be changing lives so I'm just going to give you a very, very short intro and then I'm going to ask Rosie to fill in the gaps because I think sometimes when, you know, when we introduce ourselves, we, we, we get to um, hear a lot more um, than if I'm just reading off a screen. But I can tell you that um, Dr. Rosie Daniel is a doctor. She's also an executive health coach. She's a workplace wellness consultant. She's an author of a number of books. And the thing about Rosie is that she saw the new paradigm in terms of health creation long before the rest of us started to actually use that term and really work with it. So everything that Rosie does is all about regenerative health and also regenerative environment as well, because we are hugely affected by the environment around us and where we live and the two go hand in hand. And as we all know, as A&H supporters and from an A&H perspective, people who care for themselves tend to take a lot more care of the planet as well. So Rosie, welcome. And please, can you fill in some gaps and give us a little bit more of your history and experience? Oh, thank you so much, Mel. It's great to be with you. I so admire you and what you're doing at A&H. And um, thank you so much for this opportunity. So um, I think it's fair to say that as a young person, I was trying to be almost anything other than a doctor because my mum, my dad, my brother, my aunt, my grandfather, two uncles were all GPs. Wow. So I wanted to do almost anything else. Um, but I had a friend who had severe irritable bowel syndrome. And I was noticing age 17, 18, the way that it was fluctuating with her state of mind. So when she was happy and excited, um, it, it, it faded. And when she got upset and conflicted and stressed, um, it all flared up. And I was, I was witnessing the mind-body connection. And that took me um, on a very curious, long, windy journey. Um, I was almost going to study acupuncture because that was the only thing I could find. This is the 70s we're talking about. Um, that was the only thing I could find that was talking about the mentals, you know, the effect of the mind on health. Um, but the very long path, a 13 year training journey took me eventually to the Bristol Cancer Help Centre, now Penny Bron, UK. And there all the lights went on because I met the, the, the model of not just um, mind and body, but spirit and matter um, and all embedded in, in an environmental model as well. And when we started at Bristol, um, there really was very little evidence. It was all poo-pooed and um, we met a lot of resistance. Um, but over the years, we've had the most stunning 
um, exciting experience of bit by bit by bit, the evidence coming in for every single level of the approach. And right down to the fact, I can remember in at the beginning, um, a GP a co colleague told me I should be ashamed of myself for saying that cancer had anything to do with food. Now we know it has everything to do with food. What we know now. And, um, you know, and, and I even I was a little sceptical at the beginning because there was one of our gorgeous meditation teachers who right back then in the 80s was saying, of course, if you meditate, it's going to change your genes. And I thought, hmm, yeah, right. Hmm. Do I really believe that? Now we know that um, that through the science of epigenetics, that actually our genes do stabilize the telomeres at the end of the genes lengthen, and actually um, that our, our state of mind, love, intimacy, connection is intimately related to the stability of our genes. So it has been 35 years now, Mel, can I believe it, um, that I've been on this path um, through thick and thin, and now ready to educate and teach and hand over what's been learned by me and many brilliant colleagues in the field to the next generation. You know, I think that is um, that is actually one of the nicest things about getting older. And I I look back as well, and I've been I've been in in this field for thirty years, more than thirty years as well. And there's a there's a wonderful feeling in getting to the point of looking back, and and you do realise how much you've amassed, mm. and how much of that is going to be useful for for other people. So. We're going to talk about your teaching and we're going to talk about what there is there because there's a vast swathe of tools and even more coming on um, all the time. But um, I'd love to just talk a little bit more about your work, really, and yeah. because I think people can already hear. I mean, there's not a lot of doctors. Um, yes, there's more coming now, but who've pioneered the side of bringing in spirit and matter. And this fits so much with what we've been doing this month is really looking at the fact that, you know, we are pretty much spiritual beings having a human physical experience. Yes. And, and yet so much of what ails us is actually in the non-physical and is part of all of that. But we don't tend to look at that. But you have made it your convention basically in your in, in your healing to, to be looking at this for people, haven't you? And be taking them on that journey. Absolutely. And I think as a holistic, regenerative doctor, um, the question of holding people steady while they hear their truth, um, while they work out their healthcare values, while, while they um, really look at what is important to them, um, that's probably the main part of my role. Of course, I need to bring knowledge and information and, and tailor with each person. This is in my role as a doctor um, to meet their circumstances. And um, I'm not trying to persuade anybody one way or the other, but I'm, I'm just saying to people, you are the greatest authority on yourself. The knowledge is within you. The healing is within you. And actually, if you can take the time to tune in um, to yourself, but also to tune in to guidance, um, spiritual guidance, um, this has been such an exciting part of my learning that we're not alone. You know that we are um, human beings in this in this uh, state of of separation um, in our in our ego consciousness, but actually 
my work at Bristol showed me over and over and over again that when people reached the boundary of what they could achieve personally and actually asked for help um, from spirit, um, from the universe, from um, whether if people are atheists from universal chi or, or, or prana, um, that when people actually resourced themselves, um, you know, tapped into source energy, um, the most incredible healing started to happen. That, I know, it, it makes me, it makes me very emotional because I've just been at, at the launch of your charity, which again, we're going to talk about um, later in, 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 in this chat. And um, I did get very tearful listening to some of your patrons and some of the people who spoke at that, because they're here because of you. Oh. They weren't going to be, were they, you know, 20 odd years ago? And I can't imagine what that must feel like to have so many people who, who you've handheld and guided through that journey um, who were still here when all else seemed to have failed for them. Well, I, I, uh, I don't think of it as being me, Mel. You know, it's, it's a body of us. It's a group of us who have known you know when you think back to the 60s and the pioneers of nutrition um you know who were who were viewed literally as the cranks yes um, you know so, and, in some spheres <laughs> yeah when you think of adele davis and and those people who dared to write about um the nature of nutrition and and on it's gone you know with with waves and waves of people understanding the physiology of the mind-body connection and, and what goes on right at the cellular level when we're awash with adrenaline and cortisol and, and so forth. And um, there's, there's, there's really now a huge tribe of people who I would say are, are through the watershed and understanding that where our health truly comes from. And one of my personal heroes is Dr. Dean Ornish, um, the cardiologist in the States, who was the first person to show that through lifestyle programs, you can reverse coronary artery stenosis. Um, so, and his program had nutrition, relaxation, exercise, and support groups. So after a year, he looked and had measured the increase in the opening of these coronary arteries. So that, that was a great success. Then the group split itself into two, people who carried on with the, the diet and the exercise because they thought that's obviously the thing and people who carried on with the relaxation, people who carried on with the support groups. Guess which group maintained their, their um, opening of their arteries? It was the people in the support group who um, were talking about their feelings and remaining in um, or increased love and intimacy. He uses those words uh, unashamedly as a cardiologist. Because, yeah. because they, 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 they activated their heart centers. Yeah, they, they, they started to, um, to connect. And so, you know, one of the things, I know we could have a whole other talk on the subject of COVID, but isolation is is not right for human beings and um but what i mean about the group and the tribe of, of people into holism and holistic health is that um i got my courage from the people i worked with at bristol the therapists but mainly from the clients 
um, because you know you you start some programs and people start getting better, and then they tell other people and then they take other leaps, and so it's it's a wave. It, I don't think it's about any one individual. It's a very strong wave of holistic health and healing, which I've been very lucky to help build that wave. Um, but it's not about me. It's a, it's about a whole group of great people like you and Rob and everybody at the ANH and all the other. Um, I've now put some 350 natural health organizations in the resource directory of um, of the charity website that we're going to talk about. And, um, you know, I think I think if we took a poll now in the United Kingdom, that the majority of people are, are at the tipping point where they know that their self-care um, is, is the essence of where their health is coming from. And, you know, that the way people are going to uh, survive COVID and anything else that might come after it is through natural immunity and, and health and well-being and, and people being in great relationship to themselves and their bodies and their lives. And that that is such an important concept because when you have a great relationship with yourself and your body and in your life you naturally have great relationships and it's one of the things that we talked about uh, in 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 last week's um, summer lunch that we had the the feast with purpose is how important it is for us to live our best life mm-hmm. so that we can raise our vibration and our frequency and we therefore have this amazingly positive effect on the people around us yeah and, and that, that's really at the heart of the coaching model that I teach, which is called health creation. So um, at the point I left Bristol uh, in, in 2000, I just thought I'm witnessing such astounding shifts in people who are seriously ill. Why can't we move this all back up the river? Why do we have to be frightened to death to come fully alive? You know, can we not get the message to people now that you can live in full potential health, energy, vitality, fulfillment now just by the choices you make every single um, day of your life? So I built a coaching model called Health Creation, and um, I've started calling the approach Life Energy Management because um, I've built a tool called the Picture of Health, which helps us assess how we are caring for ourselves in body, mind, spirit, and environment. And the essence is that these are all about mapping our behaviors and whether we are um, involved in behaviors which are draining our precious life energy or building it. And you know, if we come to see our life energy as the the elixir of life, you know, that we hold in our little crucible and and um, as the most precious, precious thing and start to think of it that way, people start to get it quite quickly because there are relationships, there are buildings, there are diets, there are you know habits with, with cigarettes or drugs or whatever that are, are just literally stealing our life energy. And, um, and, now, and now let's just bring in as well the level of fear that everybody's been under. The, sh- the immense shadow, it's almost, you know, it's almost like, um, something's flown over us and dropped this black cape on us, isn't it, really? So, I, I mean, that nothing saps your energy like fear. That's absolutely true. And I would say there's an analogy here because with the people I work with with cancer, you know, fear is the fear 
um, jumps uh, obviously right up the very moment people are diagnosed. Mm. But you know, it has it has an interesting effect because it implodes all the little fears that have been keeping people stuck. So if I've been stuck in a lifestyle where you know, I'm doing a job I hate, or I'm in a relationship which isn't where I'm not being nurtured or a building I don't like. Um, the minute I've got cancer and there's a big fear, um, it's it, it makes it possible for people to change. That might sound perverse, but um, the number of people who've said to me, actually, my depression ended the day I got cancer because um, life became so acutely precious to me. And in a similar way with the COVID pandemic, um, I just feel that the opportunity for reset has been nothing short of magnificent. I, I, and I don't say that flippantly for anybody who's suffering and particularly for anybody who's bereaved. Uh, my heart aches for you. I absolutely am with you. Um, I do, however, know that for many of us, um, the fact that we've been in our homes, with ourselves, with our babies, with our pets, you know, with our children, with our partners, with our garden. Um, in the last uh, couple of years, um, we've built eight raised beds, put up a polytunnel. We're now growing about 80% of what we're eating in mm -hmm. this little, and the, the garden that I've got is only, it's about 20 feet by 10 feet. <laughs> it's not. It's <laughs> not. It's not, it's not huge, um, um, but, you know, we've, we've just used every corner to grow vegetables. And I, I previously was one of those people that couldn't say no, you know, was here, there, everywhere, accepting all invitations, running myself really thin. And so there is another side of the story. And the fact that the planes are out of the skies um, to a very have been, you know, to a large extent. And people are thinking, do I need to go to, you know, Corfu for my holiday? Um, what about Bude? You know, what about West Wales? What about the Highlands of Scotland? And the localization that's happening. And um, in Somerset, where I live, we have um, the, the amazing Sustainable Food Trust and, and uh, um, Patrick Holden working away here of the Soil Association to work on this concept of, of food uh, sustainability throughout the different regions. So we don't have to get our tomatoes from Israel and our asparagus tips from Peru and what have you. So that aspect of, of the reset, it, I almost feel like Gaia or, or, you know, the angels have said, actually, guys, we're going to get you to stop. <laughs> we're going to get you to think again about um, where your happiness and your, um, your joy can come from right around you. I, I agree. I've, I've said all along that any challenge that we get that's big enough is always an invitation to expand one's consciousness. And many, many people have done that. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's been a great awakening. Yes. And people are hearing themselves because you don't, you know, when, when the cacophony uh, out there is so strong and you are running from pillar to post, you can't hear yourself. But when you are forced to just stop and there is nothing else out there, that small still voice within starts to get bigger and bigger. And I do think people have been um, hearing that a bit more. And it's also a time of community. Yeah. I, I, 
I grew up in in Zimbabwe, and I well, I I all of my childhood basically was um, during the Rhodesian Zimbabwean War. Wow. So I'm one of the few people of my age group who's actually experienced wartime um, and what that entails. And what I remember of it is that the camaraderie and the community and the heart space that everyone was in and the giving and the uh, the love between strangers mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never forget that my childhood was bathed in that and yet every night we looked at the news and we watched the roll call of all the young men that had died that day and obviously that's the young men only on one side we don't know about the losses on the other side but you know huge losses and yet the most amazing love and the most amazing support for strangers and i feel that you know we need to get back to that because we're actually all part of the same fabric aren't we absolutely absolutely and and amazingly during the war the 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 world war um the life expectancy of a british man went up by seven years that's (laughs) even counting the casualties um, because of this community and loving care and I now know all my neighbours around me that I didn't know before. There's a gorgeous woman making meals in the community um, little hub next to me. So um, in the picture of health, community is one of the um, spokes of the wheel um, because, you know, it's, it's, it's the sense it's been proven that the sense of belonging um, is, is a primary health determinant. So, you know, be, being part of a group, um, having people recognize you, value you, that's a major health determinant. And people who work through the health creation journey um, find that um, they, once they've done the picture of health, that they can see um, where they're strong and where they're vulnerable. Um, we summate all the scores into something called the life energy factor. Mm-hmm. And it's the program is designed to run over six months with a, just one hour's coaching session per month. And then people go away with the health creation goals. Um, very often the, the starting place is energy, vitality, because often people who are over busy, over giving, putting everyone else first, their energies are on the ground. You know, they, they are um, telling me I'm, I'm tired when I go to bed. I'm tired when I wake up sleep doesn't seem to refresh me and you know all about fatigue and the you know the these other pandemics of of uh, chronic fatigue that have hits that have hit society so um yeah it's it's a very rewarding journey so um can you perhaps this is a good time for us to actually have a look at it if if you share your screen are you able to um i could show you mal the um the picture of health is here. So let's just make that bigger. So um, the principles for the body are our food and drink, meeting our physical needs. So that's all of them. Yes, exercise, but also oxygen, sleep, um, stretching, um, and and, um, our needs for sensuality and intimacy and self-expression. Um, and then the, the detox side of it, looking at all those things that we are 
eating in excess, you know, the sugars, the fats, um, but also the, uh, the poisons that we're taking in perhaps through cosmetics or cleaning products or gardening products. So this is all about us cleaning up our act. Uh, in the mind, we're working with our levels of stress and that's not only external stresses, it's, it's self-stressing. So a lot of my clients are women and a lot of them are perfectionist or um, they just keep on um, wanting to please everybody else um, mm -hmm. or seeking attention or, or affection and, and absolutely exhausting themselves in the process. Um, relationships, of course, is huge. The question of, of how we um, give and get the love that we need and giving love is, is just as nourishing as getting the love we need. And then the emotional side, um, both the question of expressing emotions, but also meeting our basic emotional needs for love, attention, recognition, you know, and, and all those great things. In the spirit side, you talked about things we don't see, but um, the biggie here is authenticity, being true to ourselves. And this is really your theme for this month, isn't it, Mel? You know, the idea that- Sovereignty sovereignty that we need to find our voice and our truth and gently but firmly stay true to ourselves mm -hmm. and many people have become uh, overwhelmed with the, the other people's truths you know whether whether that be parents or partners or or um, schools universities governments religions cultures um, so I would say that the beauty of my work as a holistic doctor is, is helping people actually connect with their individuality, their truth, their sovereignty to um, and give them permission to be who they are. You know, people get forced down tracks um, perhaps to be a, an architect when what they really are at heart is a sculpture or a sculptor or. It's this, um, it's this balance, isn't it? Between uh, the need to belong and the, strengthen the empowerment to still be true to yourself even if that means not belonging to a certain group and you know that does create a stress of its own but it, but my own sense is that in the long run being true to yourself is a is a more powerful determinant um, of health would you say that i would say it's one of the most important you know i, I i'll tell you a little story about a lady who came to the Cancer Help Centre. We did an induction day every single week. And this lovely lady, Mary, came along. She went through the day. She left, you know, hugs and cuddles. She left. Anyway, nine o'clock the following morning, she screeched up the drive, jumped out of a car and said, OK, I need to start again. I said, what? And she said, well, yesterday I was just nodding and playing lip service. But I went home and I realised I'm in the wrong house, in the wrong job, with the wrong man. <laughs> <laughs> and I know she, this lady had lung cancer, so it was serious stuff. And I said, whoa, you know, do you think we better get your diet and your supplements sorted out? She said, no, I need to sort my life out. I know why my heart is broken. I know why my spirit is broken. I've got to I've got to start changing this. So she said, I want to talk to you properly today. So in she came and off we went again and, and really started to look at it all. So. This story has a great ending because about ooh, two, three months later, um, she called me up saying, Rosie, I have terrible pains in my chest. I think this is the end. So I said, look, Mary, 
get another scan, you know, do whatever you can, get another scan. Well, it took the inevitable few weeks to get another scan. When she um, kept, she phoned me with the results, everything had gone from her lungs. The tumour had completely resolved because she'd gone through such a state shift. You know, Deepak Chopra talks about quantum healing. Mm -hmm. That lady had just gone through such a, a massive energetic shift in her body and she had become true to herself and she had finally heard her own truth that she had been suppressing with food with alcohol with you know you name it all those things we do to keep that inner voice um down but she she'd heard her inner voice and and she was off and away and it's got an even better little last note this story because some eight years later I was looking around another induction group and I was looking and Mary and sure enough there she was actually it's supporting somebody else she'd come as a supporter of somebody else and about five years later she ran me up to say well this real problem with my eczema Rosie and I mean she was still there So, you know, now we were talking about eczema as opposed to her being supposed to, you know, not be there six months in six months. So, you know, being true to ourselves um, is is really, really important. So I would say to anybody listening, start start tuning into your um, inner voice um, in the health creation program. There's um, there are three self-assessment exercises when we start this one. There's a questionnaire about our relationship to ourselves, but there's also a kinesthetic tool where there's a um, people listen to um, prompts to tune in. What do I feel in my body? What do I feel in my heart, my emotions, my spirit? Um, so that people start to learn to tune in and listen to what's going on. Because actually most of the people that I work with Ultimately, when I ask them how they feel, but what they need, they know what they need. Mm. Just nobody's asked them and they haven't actually got that acuity. So that's what holistic health coaching, uh, among the many things it does, is, is, is at the heart of it, is getting people to hear that inner voice. So going on vitality, the big issue usually here is people that are overgiving, Look, putting everybody else first. Um, I'm sure there'll be some people nodding, listening to that, um, and wondering why their energy is just going down, 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 down. Um, spiritual connection is where we started with this idea of resourcing ourselves. Um, and the Bristol Cancer Help Center, at the core of it, it was a healing center. We had spiritual healers working there. And um, a lot of people started rather cynical, skeptical. What is this? Um, but we said, come on, suspend disbelief. Go on, give it a go. And it was like the, the energy that the healers were giving to them was like water in the desert. You know, these people were so low in, in chi or prana or life force that when the healers were just pouring this loving, loving, what I call love light um, into these people, they would start to revive. And um, like little boats, um, you know, when the tide goes out, they're on the beach and they can't go anywhere. But when the tide was coming in of all that energy, the little boats would lift and that person would feel potent again. So 
even though their situation hadn't changed on that day, their ability to do something about it had changed completely, which is why I'm such a big fan of healing and, and a patron of the Healing Trust who train, do wonderful trainings for healing. And then we go around into environment, um, the impact of our space. So some people might say, well, what's that got to do with my health? Well, almost everything, our light, the sound pollution, the chemicals, the access to nature, um, you know, whether we're in a sick building. Space. Hmm? I said the EMF in your space as well. Exactly. The EMF, the other people, the domination, the, so this is a biggie. But then our networks, where do we get our sense of belonging, contribution? Um, where do we plug in and feel a part of the whole? And finally, the, the very huge, great big question of Mother Earth, the natural world. Um, and again, you might say, well, what's that got to do with health? Well, absolutely everything. You know, this is where we get our oxygen, <laughs> our water, <laughs> our light. And, um, you know, I think for a lot of people um, that we are literally light starved and, and oxygen starved because we, we didn't grow up. There's a lot of people who are more oxygen starved in the last two years than they've ever been before as well. Exactly. And, and so, you know, it isn't OK to sit inside a house all day, every day. We, we evolved in the outdoors. Mm -hmm. You know, we are, we are creatures that um, evolve with wind rushing past us and rain dropping on our skin. So um, uh, that there is so much, such a strong connection between our health and the environmental health. Of, of course, you know, as you rightly said, our relationship with ourself and um, each other is also mirrored in our relationship with the planet and our love of the Mother Earth and, and the care we take of her. So there are so many illnesses which are rooted in environmental imbalance. And um, I know this is a big a big uh, subject for Rob, Dr. Rob Verkirk, your partner in ANH, um, looking on our ecosystem, the, the, how the microenvironment and the macroenvironment map and how if we pollute um, you know, we're, we're, we're connected effectively. You, you can't put chemicals into the land or into animals and, and not have them end up in our bodies. No. So. And one of the big wake-up calls um, for me, uh, you know, a decade or so ago was uh, I just I stumbled across um, information from NASA and uh, one of the NASA scientists, and it makes so much perfect sense that, one of our greatest relationships in order to for a health determinant in order to create health as well as our relationship to gravity because what no one ever thinks about is that gravity has a pull on our entire body and so when you are outdoors in nature um, making the movements of our hunter-gatherer ancestors so basically being active in life you make sure that gravity has a pull on it, all your muscles that actually keeps you healthy because what i had never realized and i know I, I don't think there's many people who would realize this is that what nasa found is that when the astronauts went up into the space stations they'd only have to be up there three days to start showing the symptoms of chronic disease mm. our sedentary um our, our chronic disease down here 
that also stems from being sedentary is what they immediately got in space because there was no pull of gravity. Oh. So the car washing, the gardening, um, just the every day up and down the flights of stairs. And we're not talking about, you know, hours in the gym or anything like that. We're talking about being active from morning till night, the way our ancestors were. Yeah. That keeps us healthy because we've got gravity then pulling on all of our muscles. Yeah. So it's, it's another imperative to yeah. be physically active in the natural world. Yeah, absolutely. So how this works, Mel, is that, that, that each of these um, uh, domains scores from zero out to 10. And when people do this tool online, um, which is available through healthcreation.co.uk slash shop, um, the picture of health uh, people can do online. And it, um, it means that uh, you answer the questions just simply yes or no. You might find that irritating, but just answer whatever's true for you today. Um, and then it, it scores. And this central blue area is all the yes answers, which represent where you're taking good care, and then the gaps and the dips on the outside are where there are um, where there's work um, and potential changes to make. And so this is one of the three exercises that starts the the uh, conversation with a mentor. And if anybody would like to have a mentor to keep them strong in these difficult times, um, just write to support at healthcreation.co.uk and we'll get a mentor to call you for a free chat. Um, and if you if you do a picture of health, that will also um, open a door to having a free chat with a mentor to see what it's showing and see whether you need that kind of mentorship support. And people who do it just say it's been the most heartwarming um, thing they've done because they they've just been supported and guided and motivated to make little change, little change, little change in all these areas. And suddenly they're feeling like they went in like a note and they've come out like a chord, you know, like they feel they've had yeah. bits of themselves back that, yeah. that they, they haven't had for years. Yeah. Wonderful. So we'll, um, you know, obviously in the, in the final edit, you'll see um, the, the URL that you can go to and we'll put all the URLs, the links um, will be uh, under the video and in the article as well. So Rosie, I mean, You've been on such a journey yourself, and I know that, um, like all of us, um, our own, we take our own personal learning and then we package it up into things that can help other people as well. Um, we're walking through a pretty much a firestorm at the moment, and one of the one of the ways that I feel that we can get over, I mean, it's hard to deny that there's a massive divide in our world, and the divide is getting bigger. Um, because uh, there's a huge, um, there seems to be a huge battle taking place um, dependent on people's choices with what is placed in front of them at the moment. We, we are under a, a lot of pressure, some parts of the world under more pressure than others. And um, I think that being part of, you know, taking a side and being part of the divide makes the shadow worse and powers the shadow and if we can you know work on ourselves your picture of health is what i think about when i think of you know living your best life which then enables you to have empathy and compassion and more ease and grace but also more power to stand in your truth mm -hmm. i'm just wondering if you've got anything else to you know to offer people out of your journey 
and some of the hardship that you've been through. And all I will say is that, um, you know, Rosie was a pioneer in what we all take for granted now as to be um, needed for our health. And, um, and like many pioneers, Rosie took the flack for that. Um, but she stood her ground and she's still here and she's still doing it. Mm. So we are, we're in, a, we're in a dark tunnel at the moment and many people feel there is no end. I know there is always an end and I feel like the way that we behave when we're in the tunnel, you know, that's our sink or swim kind of thing. And I just wonder what you've got to, you know, to add to that. Well, Mel, I, I absolutely accept um, that we are in very strange and difficult and threatening times. I also know from my own spiritual teachers um, that that on which we focus expands. Mm -hmm. So what I have taken from the heart of the holistic model is, is to help people find out what's right about themselves. Um, so very often what I'm asking people in a consultation is what do you love? Who do you love? What makes you smile? What warms your heart? You know, what are the things that give you joy? And are you giving them any focus? Are you putting time and attention um, on those things that give you the most joy? And yes, our children, our loved ones, great. But I'm talking about, you know, do you love to paint? Do you love to sing? Um, where are your holy places? Where is your soul food? You know, what are the precious, precious things that give you that, that sense of connection to the absolute wonder? Because, you know, mankind has lived through plagues. We've lived through wars. We've lived through famine. We've lived through, we are very resilient and we will live through what's going on now. We will live through it and we will learn and we will evolve. Um, that is absolutely without question. But um, a great, um, I think, a little antidote to eco-despair, uh, look at the, the little film beginning of Blessed Unrest um, by Paul Hawken, which is the beginning of his his conference when he was, he was launching his book, Blessed Unrest, uh, probably a decade ago now. But he was standing on the podium, scrolling. You, you didn't quite see at the beginning, scrolling up and up and up, all this list, 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 and you didn't know what it was. And he said, there is a movement going on on this planet with no male heterosexual at the head of it, with no country leading it, um, with, you know, with, with, with no rules, but there is a, there is a movement of humanity you know, that, that is growing and growing and growing. And he was basically saying, I could roll this list of the names of organizations that are protecting people, environment, climate, health, well-being, nature. I could scroll this from now on Friday till the end of the conference on Sunday, and there would still be more. So what, what he was, you know, he was heartening us by saying, actually, if you become, you know, Allah Gandhi, be the change you want to see. If you become part of all those groups that are doing beautiful things, that are, um, you know, protecting wildlife, uh, digging out the canals, you name it, that are, that are bringing beauty. Because if we become, and I heard Satish Kumar um, speak, he the question was, you know, how do we deal with being consumers? And he said, um, stop being consumers, start being makers. Mm. Instead, of, instead of just, you know, more, 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 just what can I give? What can I make? What can I contribute? But um, I know you know that, that 
for me right now, I'm involved in creating a life legacy project. I know, and I want to talk about this because, you know, one of the other bits about people being at home is that there's a bit of extra time um, to be able to put into stuff that you want to do. So this is the perfect opportunity to talk about your your legacy program because um, Rob and I are thrilled to be part of that as well. Well, I'm very honoured that both you and Rob are teaching on the charity platform. So this charity is called the Health and Wellbeing Trust. And within it, we have an e-learning platform and a, an e-information platform. And it's a way of, of really um, making available the best teachers, the best information, um, and, and just opening it up. Because when I took my um, education as an integrative medicine doctor, I had to seek out the teachers and um, and the courses and go off and train here and thither and weekends and abroad and all over the place to sort of patch together the tapestry of my holistic uh, education. Mm. But um, we need, because there has been such resistance to having um, a training in integrative medicine in the United Kingdom, um, I've decided to take my own authority and to create an e-learning platform um, with all of the subjects and teachers on it. And that is, we, we are going to launch publicly um, um, this October the 7th. And um, so it's very timely that you, you are bringing people's notice to this. Um, can I just share my screen yes. again and show you? So um, we're the Health and Wellbeing Trust, and you can see here the health e-learning section with subjects, teachers, and a course catalogue, and then the healthy information part with news and evidence and a resource directory. And this is where I've so far put 350. You list to scroll. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 huge. The number of um, the the number of organisations who are now with us on this uh, this health mission, but just to show you the subjects that we're covering, um, we've divided it into four categories of integrative medicine specialities. So by illness, gender, and age, mind body medicine cancer testing, personalized cancer medicine, anthroposophic medicine, Ayurvedic, environmental, functional, lifestyle and occupational medicine, and in mind and spirit, counseling, psychotherapy, emotional freedom, conscious dying, grief recovery, spiritual development and spiritual healing. And then the more theoretical models and methods um, which we'll be building in all of these areas for people who want to look at the um, structure and frameworks and systems, how you build um, a wonderful holistic practice um, to empower people in their own health and recovery, and then uh, therapy and self-help. And your course, Mel, is going to be going into this uh, section on nutrition um, and, and Rob will be going into the section on lifestyle medicine. But the other way that people can um, have a look at this, the URL, by the way, is healthelearning.online. So people can jump on, have a little Google around, a little, uh, you know, scroll around and see um, the, the wonderful subjects and teachers. 
And here are some of them. So um, there's a lovely nutritional. So each of these teachers has been invited to do a 10 hour discovery module of their subject. Also on their teacher profiles, it shows the other courses they teach and ways to train in their speciality. So um, Emma is, is the, the training manager for Walida because um, I, um, I'm actually the Walida Integrative Health Advisor. Um, great honor to have that role where we are effectively helping people green their beauty and skin care because the skin is completely porous and everything we put on, we absorb. And so for our international viewers is that Walida um, is a wonderful company um, here in the UK, but I, I think it is uh, available abroad as well, but possibly not, uh, not everywhere. It is, yeah. It's, um, it comes from Switzerland and the level of sensitivity with which the products are grown and, and harvested, mm -hmm. they plant under different planets, phases of the moon, they harvest with love and tenderness. The plants are treated as precious. And honestly, I'm now a complete fan. Um, they're wonderful. So um, Freya Sherlock is teaching in Chinese medicine. This guy, Harold Volloch, is an amazing giant of a man. He was running a, um, a degree course in integrative medicine in Germany and is going to be doing three courses on research methodologies, transpersonal psychology, and anomalous experiences in consciousness and how we know what we know, and particularly in therapeutic relationship. What a, what a guy, amazing. And Helen Drake is, is a nutritional therapist who's teaching us all about key, key elements in, in basic nutrition. Then on this row, we have um, Dr. Yanis Papasutiriu, who's a medical geneticist and pioneering the use of personalized cancer testing, which will be the future without any shadow of a doubt. So it's not that I get a treatment that is the average result for 5,000 people. It's when my own, you know, if I have cancer cells, they're looked at and individual programs are devised. But dear Yanis is also looking at the properties of, of herbs and natural medicines and which ones impact um, most strongly on, on different tumors. So a really exciting laboratory. Um, Jeremy is teaching us Qigong. Um, his great ambition is to create a, a medicineless hospital like there used to be in Peking. Um, Leora Lightwoman is teaching us about Tantra. She calls it Neo-Tantra because it's about the use of the Tantric approach to develop um, intimacy, relationships and, and connection um, in, in love, in, in the combining of spirit, heart and sexuality. Inspiring lady. Great course. Um, Mark has donated a, um, an exercise to us rather than a course. And then look, there's Melanie. <laughs> um, do you want to say something about the course you're bringing in, Mel? Yes, so um, I'm going into the nutrition section, but uh, for those of you um, who, who know me, you'll, you'll know that I'm particularly passionate about metabolic rebalancing and metabolic health in general, not just because of my own journey through uh, autoimmune disease, but because I feel like your metabolism is is the engine and 
it really really is at the you know at the heart of how your body functions and it's one of the things that involves every cell and it involves most body systems and it is something that you can do something about yourself with with nutrition and with lifestyle techniques you can totally change your your metabolism so my course is called resetting metabolic health and resilience using food and evolutionary pathways for effective weight management and i put the weight management in not because this is a diet program but it's just the fact that i wanted to make that connection that metabolic resilience will automatically help you come into balance from a weight perspective and for the people that are of fuller body who are really looking for that all the people who've been yo-yoing um, the people who can't put on any weight it all comes down to what's actually happening with our metabolic fire and i hope that this discovery course will will give the will give the grounding to be for you to be able to bring um, your body back into balance mm -hmm. and what i what i would say is that whilst um you know whilst everyone's got a discovery course on here the idea is that those are all going to be giving you a wonderful array of tools very simply and very easily to be able to incorporate into your um, into your toolbox but then for practitioners who want to go further there are much deeper courses on here as well um, and more coming in the long run and uh, we've talked about this briefly to Rosie but Rob and I are really very keen on putting together a much longer diploma course that really uh, we can teach together that brings together a lot of what uh, we've brought uh, from ourselves personally but then a lot of what we've been teaching in A&H including some of the elements of our blueprint for health system sustainability and how you can actually take those into your professional environment if you're a health professional so it's it's just it's so exciting rosie and we're incredibly grateful that you've done all of this because it's it's not an easy thing to do to put this together well it's it's thanks to the love and support um of we are a charity and people have donated um and and if people feel moved to help we really would love more help um, back on the homepage, there's a little a button to donate, which allows people to give a, a one-off or to set up a regular donation. And if people were able to give a fiver a month or £10 a month um, to fuel this work, um, then, then we become sustainable. And, and I believe there are many, many people who... The, the hope with this is that we get our medical profession thinking differently, we get our public thinking differently, and we, we give the power back to individuals, um, as you are so rightly saying, to, to have that sovereign relationship with their own health. Um, just to complete, Rajendra is a, has been a long-standing, brilliant influence in the movement. He used to run um, the diagnostic clinic in London. He's a phenomenal diagnostician. Um, and uh, so he's going to be talking about functional medicine testing. And then dear Rob is going to be talking about lifestyle medicine. But as you say, he's got many, um, many <coughs> things to talk about, many potential courses up his sleeve. Uh, for myself, I'm teaching about the health creation program that I've mentioned today. Um, and um, and then dear Rowena was actually the first people. Sorry. 
I was just going to say, Rosie, with your, um, there's a discovery course, but the, your full diploma course to become a mentor is also on this platform. It, it, it's, well, the link for how to enrol. To enrol. Yeah, but um, that's a very good point because we're just about to start off a new mentor training, Mel, um, in October. So if people listening would like to come and join us um the the time is now to jump on board um to go as i mentioned to support at healthcreation.co.uk write to us we'll call you immediately give us your number and we'll have a chat to see if this is right for you because the apart from being so heartwarming people we we pair people during the training and they go through their own health creation journey so it's not that we're learning about the approach. People are jumping on board and going through the approach for themselves. So people come out at the other end, we finish in March, and then people go into a probationary period. And um, people always say the course has been as important for me in my own life as to become a professional. And it couldn't be more relevant now because people can work from home. Um, We do a lot of our coaching online and through Zoom in this kind of format. And it works. Um, so, so that's it me. What part of the world you're in, either? Then it doesn't matter where you are. In, and, and by this this coming October, um, the main program, the health creation program, will be online. So um, that means it makes it even easier for people to to jump on. Um, I've also done a, a course, the integrative healthcare approach to cancer, and that's a um, aim to shortcut people. Um, as one of my teachers said, to zigzag people straight to the point, because when people are diagnosed with cancer, there is such a mass of of information to pick up. So I've put it all into a 10-hour module for people to to really see what the whole map is and work out what's right for them. And then dear Rowena, who actually put the first course on the platform in um, emotional freedom techniques. Um, She's an astounding healer. Um, works with a lot of my clients to provide energy um, psychology to help people release um, difficult and distressing emotions um, and to replace it with very fine healing. So an amazing colleague and teacher. And this is just the beginning, Mel. Um, We we have um, all these other subject areas to populate so this is a, a very heartwarming project. Um, we, we love people to, to go onto the platform. At the very top, people can subscribe for the newsletters and updates. And uh, we're doing things called teacher features, um, where we, we're getting people to talk and do free webinars all about their, their course information. We send out monthly newsletters. But the idea that we can collaborate with you and um, get get more more empowering training into the hands of healthcare professionals and the public alike. No differentiation. This course, these courses are open to everyone. I think it's it's amazing, and you know we've wanted um, a, a training platform for a long time because there is there is so much that we've done and so much that we've amassed, and we also need to really if we're going to create a new healthcare system, we need to bring everybody on yeah. um, alongside. And so to be able to work in community with you, that's that this is the way of the future. So no one reinvents the wheel, we don't have all our own stuff, but we can just put it all on one platform. Yeah, and and I think that's the other idea nascent within this is that 
those 350 organizations, we are now writing to, emailing, connecting with every single one of those organizations saying, collaborate, you know, tell, and let's actually get this tribe together. Um, so that that we can, as a as a, um, a movement of healthists, that we can get our voice heard, um, because voices count. And looking at the way that Avaz um, made such massive differences in the world of of um, uh, all the environmental and social justice issues, you know, I believe it's time now for those of us who really care about health to band together, join forces, and actually get our voice heard. I think so. And the last point on that, pricing for the discovery courses, I think you've set a set price, haven't you, for all of them? They, the suggested price is £100 for 10 hours, which um, confer 10 CPD points for those who are um, all healthcare professionals. We have to have um, so many uh, hours per year. So each of these courses is certificated and accredited by our college which is the International College of Regenerative Health. Um, so people will get their certificate if they need to make a portfolio for their accreditation and uh, professional um, their professional uh, CPD por portfolio. I know Rob and I are really passionate about that because being able to, 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 to have a, a low cost like that that's accessible for people that also allows everyone to dip their toe in the water and see whether a subject is for them. And then if you want to go further, there will be there will be larger courses on there that you can choose. Yeah. So the courses that um, each teacher has a profile saying what this little discovery course is about, but also the other trainings they do or how you can train in their speciality. So it's a doorway um, to many interesting possibilities. That's wonderful. And so the uh, the launch date again, the public launch date, even though the site is obviously live now. It's October the 7th. So we'll be having a gathering from 6 till about 7.30 to introduce teachers and students and um, trustees and all the wonderful people that have been involved in supporting this project and a chance for people to really feel the weight of our commitment. Um, uh, we are very lucky to have with us uh, Helen, um, Helen Taylor as our development director who has worked with the Soil Association, the Sustainable Food um, Trust, um, Sea Shepherd, and she is helping to bring us to bring the environmental and the health lobbies together. Um, so there's a whole nother tribe that uh, we want to join forces with so that we um, begin to be the voice that is listened to. Rosie, that's amazing. Rob's and my courses will be absolutely on there for the launch. Um, and if, you know, hopefully before we're both aiming, uh, mine's almost done and, uh, and Rob will be following straight on behind me as soon as he's back from holiday. So Rosie, I'm absolutely thrilled to have had this time with you and to put you in front of our viewers who, because, you know, we know you so well, but we've never actually you mm. know, talked to you before and said, hey, A&H, this is Rosie Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> so Rosie, any last words that you'd like to leave people with? Oh, well, you know, it's, it's, um, 
I think uh, I even heard somebody suggesting this on on the radio for the other day. But um, count your blessings every single day. There is a Buddhist exercise called the five blessings, which is more powerful than um, antidepressant medication for treating depression. So if at the end of every day you have a lovely notebook and you write down um, your five, what have been your five blessings of today? And even better if you can share them with your partner, your children, your cat, and speak them out loud. You know, what have been those blessings of today? Because as I say, that on which you focus expands. If you if you can stop and and feel the wonder of the stars or the flowers coming up or the whatever it might be that absolutely makes your heart shine, that moves you up the ladder of emotion. And, and takes you, as you said, into that higher vibrational state. I would say if anybody's feeling low, reach out for spiritual healing. The healing trusts are there all every weekday. They even run a distant healing service uh, for people that are, are um, low and, and, and can't get to a healer. Um, they, they will send healing every, every day for six weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so nobody is beyond reach. And um, those are those are a couple of tips on the Health Creation website of the CDs I've made. Um, there's one called Heal Yourself Audio CD, which you can get as a CD or, or download tracks, which has got two kinds of meditation, relaxation, yoga, breathing. So if you need tools to get you through the day right now, um, just pop along to the Health Creation shop into the books and CD section and I can be with you to to bring some peace to your heart. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. Because if each one of us takes responsibility for raising our energy, imagine how different this planet's going to look in a very short space of time. Yeah, absolutely. And people that are happy and peaceful have nothing to fear from um, from illness or, you know... Or tyranny or tyranny you know just just uh, find that find that peace and um, hold your state thank you so much this has been dr rosie daniel with us closing out our august acceleration series so rosie thank you very very much my great great pleasure Mel. thank you so much for everything you're doing mm-hmm.